and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. The Brad and Brit cast is uh, now on. It's our last shot for three whole days. The world always changes, so we've got to give it our best right here. And doggone it, by gosh, by cracky, uh, <laughs> we will. Um, I got a little list here. Show me your list. Um, 14th Amendment fun. Oh, wow. Trump back on Facebook. Um, eggs are the new fentanyl. Jesus. Uh, I don't have Newsmax either, so shut the fuck up, Republicans. <laughs> I do want to hear that. That's good shit. And Kilmead kills the narrative. Uh, do the uh, do the Newsmax one, because I like the Newsmax story a lot. Uh, there's there's uh, two aspects to it. Okay. Uh, Direct TV. By the way, how how many people subscribe to direct tv 10 15 million is it still i guess it's still that many people it's hide it was, at its height it was 20 but yeah it's been it's been declining for a while since then right it, but it's still it, it, it's still a thing it's still yeah. A thing. oh yeah no no it is so they've dropped newsmax and they say it's because well negotiations broke down um they wanted to keep Newsmax, DirecTV says, but Newsmax wanted rate increases. In other words, they wanted a bigger cut per subscriber. Let's say they were getting $2 per subscriber. Maybe they wanted 3 okay? And uh, Newsmax, or I'm sorry, DirecTV said, no, we're not going to do that because we'd have to pass that on to our to our customers and you know there's already a lot of price competition so they, they just said no newsmax said well no you got to do that and direct tv said okay bye-bye see ya okay so now there's two interesting little um aspects to the follow-up here number one is what's going to be replaced on direct tv that is just as shitty as Newsmax. Because <laughs> if you knock out one right-wing crapola propaganda, you have to replace it with another one. And they've found one. Yeah. And you've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. Nobody's ever heard of it. It's called The First. Uh, that's right. The First. They have hosts that include names like, that's right, Bill O'Reilly. Oh, huge. Uh, uh, talk show bitch and former NRA spokesperson Dana Loesch. Lash. Whatever. <laughs> who basically who basically helped pioneer the men like to listen to me because they want to fuck me. Yeah, she's kind of a, a, a semi-Demi Moore uh, ripoff is what she kind of is as far as her looks. Sorry, sorry, if you think we're being sexist pigs, go somewhere else because that's the truth about her. I mean, that's it. That's essentially she's it. Talentless nothing, and it's just, just horrible. Are, are we going to pretend that that uh, for many years Roger Ailes didn't put women on Fox with the idea that guys who watch it just wanted to fuck him? I mean, is, are we going to pretend that that's completely thing? different? <laughs> Why would that happen on the radio, Brit? <laughs> well, there again, there's this great network called The First. 
Uh, so DirecTV says, all right, the first, you're in. Now you're first, and they've signed a multi-year contract with them, and it's not going to cost the DirecTV customers anymore. In fact, that probably becomes more profitable, right, for DirecTV because they don't have to probably pay oh, anything. Sure. First TV oh. is thrilled to just be on. You better believe platform, it. Platform, right? They want the distribution. They want the, you know, they want the publicity that they'll they'll get from having a little bit wider distribution. If not on, you know, cable systems which still reach you know seventy million households. It's, I know people I, I are believe record, it, but it's not down to zero yet. It's not down to zero. I, I believe that I, the latest numbers that I saw was DirecTV has approximately about twelve million subscribers, okay. and that's that enough. was third quarter last year. And of course, they lose right. them and they gain them, and that's that's right. what they got. So that's that's uh, story number one on this. Mm-hmm. The Republicans are outraged. There's nothing Republicans hate worse than the uh, abrogation of freedom of speech. Yeah, unless you're the governor of florida then you get to decide to decide who has freedom of speech oh that's true are allowed to say that's different uh we have representative michael waltz of guess where florida he's a republican of course he says we need to have congressional hearings about direct tv dropping newsmax i'm not joking it's true it's really yeah really going to try to uh uh push this push this through you can't make it up you you can't make it up this is and by the way now, to be fair these are the things that the republicans ran on last fall if you remember it was inflation, oh, sure. the price oh, of gas yeah. and newsmax being dumped by direct tv we got to get to the bottom of it remember that remember well, that when american families are sitting around the table trying to figure out how to pay the light bill they're like jesus how can this newsmax thing get back yeah. on direct tv that's what they're and but how are they going to have time with all these hearings i mean they got the one on hunter biden's cock and they got the one on his hunter biden's crack pipe how are they going to fit this in brad what about his laptop? Doesn't, doesn't the laptop get a separate hearing? It's a, Yeah, it gets a completely separate hearing. This, this goes back to your old thing about, is the laptop a person? Is it a person? <laughs> no, laptop, laptops are people, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that in mind and with uh, DirecTV now uh, acting as a blocker of great programming on Newsmax, and, and by the way, I'm a... I'm a, a Spectrum. You're a Spectrum customer. We don't get Newsmax as a regular offering. I think you can dial a, a phone number, and, and I don't know if you have to pay extra or what the fuck it is, but you have to you have to really seek it out on Spectrum. Or if you go over to the Roku thing, you, you can yeah. get it for, for free on the Roku thing. Um, so I don't I don't can't figure all this out. I, if, the, the, you young people, you, you let me know how you do this. I need to know. You know, inadvertently, and this is very strange, as soon as a lot of the Republicans discovered the Internet, inadvertently, a lot of these people are making the the case for net neutrality, where everybody has an even ground on the uh, on the, on the Internet. And then you can choose this or choose that. And you can stream Newsmax all you want to. Inadvertently, that's what these people are doing. Right. Uh, yeah. It won't mean anything to them until it happens to them until their wife wants to watch something and then it's not there. Right. I, I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but there's the, the big, the other big uh, hand wringing in the conservative media circles is this shock jock, Steven Crowder, uh, this whole situation with him. And he was supposedly recruited by live wire and then live wire was going to fuck him. And he released a recording. Oh, it's just been awful. 
It's just been awful among us in the in the conservative media, Brad. We we can't figure out who we love and who we don't. It's a it's a tough <laughs> thing. That that's that's pretty weedy. There's no doubt about that's weedy. But, but while we're on the the uh, subject here of uh, Newsmax being tossed out by um, Directv, there's a victory on the other side okay. because Donald Trump has been reinstated by Facebook. And I guess uh, Instagram also, right? Which is the same thing as Facebook. Correct. Um, and it's really interesting to to see who's lining up on, on, on which side of this because, I, mean, I don't know if it's your opinion, it's my opinion. Facebook caved. They did not need to put Donald Trump back on the platform he's done absolutely nothing in the last two years since he was first tossed off to uh show well, well let's use a different kind of language that he's been a model prisoner okay if he's a model prisoner you know you get up you get a parole hearing yeah. earlier and you might get out but if you're a shitty prisoner right you're going to have to serve your whole sentence. And in the case of Trump, I don't care whether they originally said, oh, we're going to revisit this. No. In the real world, if he was in prison, they would have kept adding on months and months and months yeah. because of the things that he has said, which haven't been heard so widely because he's only been kind of talking to himself on his own little social media platform, which is seen by less than one twentieth or one fortieth of of Facebook, nobody nobody sees it except the hardest of the hardcore wax, so it doesn't get wide distribution unless you know everybody else decides to pick it up. But that that's not. But Facebook, primarily for Trump, I guess, has been a way for him to scam money out of his supporters. Right? His messaging was more on Twitter, but the ability to scam morons, of course, is much more efficient on facebook because of its reach because you know so much of the 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 country that is you know, wired up has a facebook account so he was able to do that so here's the here's the argument um in favor of trump being put back on put forth by that's right the american civil liberties union here's okay. their statement here's yeah. their statement the aclu says Yes. Um, this is the right call. Like it or not, President Trump is one of the country's leading political figures, and the public has a strong interest in hearing his speech. Like it or not, Trump has a right to speak out on social media. That's the ACLU take. And I have to tell you, I couldn't disagree more with the uh, ACLU, but I guess eventually I will on something else. But this is just a cave. Th this isn't even close to being, well, the Nazis should be allowed to march in Skokie, okay? There was a real principle there. There was a real principle, freedom of assembly and things of that yeah, sort. Yeah, First Amendment, there, sure. Th there's absolutely no First Amendment uh, involvement here because, yeah. of course, Facebook, I know I'm leaning on this. It's a private company. And well, you know again, what? It is. If, if they're going to shove the, the Second Amendment up our ass every single time, show me the word Facebook in the First Amendment. I'll, I'll wait while you go look. I mean, I you know, Jesus Christ. The comment from Keith Olbermann, 
He says private companies have the right to censor speech. Of course they do. He ought to know. He's been censoring <laughs> more private companies than I have and you have. Here's his quote. Sort of hard to believe you've mistaken a private website acting under its terms of service and the government trying to suppress First Amendment rights, which did not happen here. I agree with Oberman on this. And I guess the good news is, and we need to do this like we've done so many other times. Let's get out our calendars. Let's pick a date. How long before he's tossed off again? Because Facebook's being very cagey about what it's going to take for him to step over the line again. And you got to think, you got to think the tripwire is a lot more sensitive this time around than it was the last time. But, uh, but as you pointed out, he's been a model prisoner, so there's really nothing to worry about. I think he's learned his lesson, Brad. Right. I think he'll be right. just fine. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't, I don't think he lasts three months. If, 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 by the way, he hasn't gone back on it yet, okay? He's mulling over the invitation. Just a, just a sidebar. I love every time one of these stories comes on. Devin Nunez, the guy who's supposedly the CEO of that Truth Social thing, he becomes the Baghdad Bob of all Baghdad Bobs on TV. No, we're great. Everything's good. It's we're growing leaps and bounds. We were up fifty percent last uh, last quarter. What are you talking about? I love to see him on TV, just trying to spin the fuck out of this. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just, just dreadful. I don't, I don't think he should be back on. There is no. There is no inherent right for anybody to be on Facebook. And all of us, by the way, all of us who have been tossed off, at least temporarily, for things that are so nothing, nothing, um, you can't believe, you can't believe that uh, you're going to give this guy a gigantic megaphone again. Now, the, the other side of that is, and it's a pretty uh, interesting take on it, in um, The Atlantic today by Charlie Warzel, who's been a writer for The New York Times and the rest. He says, and the piece is called Trump and Facebook's Mutual Decay. In other words, and I would equate this to being worried about Tom Brady going to, let's pick a team, the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl because they've got Tom Brady. No, Tom Brady's not the same quarterback. And the Raiders aren't the same team that even the Buccaneers were a couple years ago or the Patriots were for the previous two decades. And Facebook does not have the influence today that it had even five or six years ago. And neither does Trump. Just in an isolated sense, you put the two of them together, it does not equal the uh, possibility of stoking the kind of problems that we saw back in 2020 and before that and leading up to the election of 2016. I don't buy that for one second, but okay, that's the argument that uh, we shouldn't get upset over it. We shouldn't even worry about it because both of these are diminished properties. Facebook isn't what it used to be and neither is Trump. Your take, sir. No, I think, and the other part of this is, of course, the the parent company of Facebook is Meta, and one of the big things they've been working on is virtual reality. So you got to think there's some goggles that'll make you live life as Donald Trump. If you just if you just go around and you just you just look around and you rip off rednecks, you go to trailer parks and you shake down huckleberries for the last pennies in their wallet. That would be a great virtual reality game for Meta to be working on now. 
Donald Trump shakedown cruise virtual version. <laughs> oh, wait, I guess that's a different kind of shakedown. <laughs> it's pretty funny, though. Look, look that one up, kids, if that one's uh, Jay Ferguson. Jay Ferguson. There yeah. it is right there. No, I, uh, I, yeah, I agree. Thunder Island. Yeah. <laughs> the great Thunder Island. Oh, since we're doing some Trump stuff and since we're doing some various things skipping around, we'll get to the rest of your list lately. You saw the uh, fourth quarter uh, numbers have been uh, put out 2.9% for that fourth quarter, which would put us uh, as I'm not an economic expert, but I don't think that's anywhere near a recession, is it? Britt, that is so close to you have no idea. <laughs> I don't believe that's near. I, I know I, this is going to hurt the feelings of people like Jim Jordan and Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene and yeah, Kevin McCarthy and Rand Paul and various folks. But uh, they just are not able to cheerlead us into a recession, Brad. Uh, it even reached the point on Thursday morning after these numbers came out that dependable right wing hack. Brian Kilmeade on the Fox and Friends show said, wait, listen, the numbers aren't perfect, but we got better numbers than any other country in the world. We're still mm -hmm. number one. Mm -hmm. Hey, compare yourself to China, compare to Russia, compare to any European nation. You know, Japan's got low inflation and people have certain areas. I don't know what that means. Our numbers look good. And this way you could actually pretend at least for a few months that you're a unifying president that's not what it's all about you fuck <laughs> it has nothing nothing to do with it but um the, the fact that that kilmeade would acknowledge uh one way or the other that you know we haven't slid off the uh the edge of the table yet although there are lots of things going on underneath that number um which could result in the two nine suddenly not being so two nine ish three months right. from now we don't we don't know but uh it, you can't argue the the uh the score is the score at the end of this particular game that game ended right. this morning and you know there's another game that's uh that's about to to start but yeah if the if the the narrative is that that uh, Joe Biden is the the worst president ever because he knows nothing and his uh, economic plans are just stupid and they're they're ruining our country and if we could just get the fair tax oh thank you place, thank everything you. would flower the world would bloom so yeah. you have among this group of Republicans that has taken over the House and is really feeling their oats they're going to this we have dealt with this fair tax for a long time because. Neil Bortz, the midday host on the station we worked at, was a real proponent of this national sales tax. That's what the fair tax is when you're hearing that. It's just a national sales tax that would take the place of uh, income tax. And Neil would just flog the shit out of this. And now they're talking about, we're going to do this. We'll, ju we'll just dissolve the IRS and we'll do this. You see uh, the graphic I have there is John Tester, the senator, saying to uh, Lawrence O'Donnell, fuck that. And you're hearing also such great far-left liberals as Grover Norquist, Brad, saying that this is a horrible idea. Uh, the and by the way, it happens to be what I think, again, not an economic expert, but I believe the term regressive has come up many, 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 many times to describe it, exactly what it, this is. Certainly in certain ways. And, and, and before we even continue to talk about this, let's make it very, very clear. This is not going to happen. <laughs> in, in in no real world in which we live can this happen there are not enough votes to make it happen 
certainly in the Senate, where it would have to pass through, if in fact you could convince enough Republicans to shove it through on the House side. And there isn't even any evidence that all of them would vote in lockstep for it over there. There's, there's, there's just, it, it's not one of those. In fact, I believe McCarthy is not even for it. So, th- so we're having a theoretical argument here over sort of nothing, but it, it's, again, it, it, it's like a canker sore. It, they always come back. He's Even a, when you think they're they're gone, you, you know, then then they they always and the fair tax, this idea of replacing all of our Byzantine, horrendous, disgusting methods of taxation with just one simple and it isn't really simple, but their argument is that it is much simpler way of taxing things, which is to just about tax anything that moves except for say let's say used clothing or used cars that's right secondhand everything doesn't get taxed at all How so does the that poor work? people the poor people who buy shitty used cars they win <laughs> they they win here see Brit, you don't understand this is not about uh hurting poor people. this is going to help them because yeah. they they can't afford new cars anyway clearly so they wouldn't be paying so every um, everything that I've seen, every study that I've seen that runs this, it says that, that rich people make out like gangbusters on this thing. That's that's not right. Well, I'd say, I say I think it's just kind of a a, a sloping um, regression, yeah, in, in the wrong way. Because <laughs> that's right. The more money you make, the uh, less percentage of your salary theoretically you would be spending. It's just that's the way. If somebody makes a million dollars a year, um, they might spend. I don't know, $200,000, okay? Uh-huh. And that's only one-fifth of, of their income, okay? Uh, but a person who makes $50,000 a year might spend 46000 of it, if, even if they are lucky, they save four. Th- so that's 92% of the So the, they can play all the games that they want. And remember Neil Bortz, he always had this thing about, well, but there's going to be a an allowance up to a certain amount of money yeah. automatically given to people I love who that. are poor. So they will start off not having to pay taxes. Guess what? You're already creating a system that is more not understandable than, right. than what we have now. You're going to make it worse. And I, I haven't seen any discussion of this aspect of it. We have still something in this country called paper money, currency. Okay? It happens, yeah. Yes, it still exists. So it's strip, mostly it's strip bars. Exactly, right. You know, th- there are hundreds of billions, maybe trillions of dollars in currency, not just here, but much of it spread out over the world, yeah. okay? M- around the world. And, of course, there is not going to be a record of those kinds of transactions, particularly if we went to a system where supposedly a sales tax was going to uh, you are opening up a can of worms that would never ever be able to be shut and it's not going to be opened and we're going to talk about it here for a few days and the republicans will move on to something else but this is the flavor of of this week right now it's it's just by the way you know who would never allow this to happen h&r block yeah that's true jackson hewitt Uh, all this yeah I mean, th- there really is an Turbo entire tax. 
Intuit TurboTax. And probably the the uh, many hundreds of thousands of private accountants in this country. But you know how they always... Mm-hmm. I know, and I'm not saying that this is all correct. Listen, that's not great that that exists. You know, no, but like it is. Paying, and I can tell you, every year, every year, we've paid uh, our accountant. By the way, we've been with our accountant so long that he just fucking retired last I year. I figured we, that was going to happen. We outlasted him, and yeah. now we're with the next guy who's still there. He's a great guy. I like him. But it costs us anywhere between five and $800 a year to have him do it right so that we don't get audited and we never get nailed and we don't cheat and we do all the right things. So, wow, I've been paying taxes for over 40 years. Hmm. That's a lot of money I've paid really when you think about it for nothing. Okay. Um, so, so, so clearly if, if we're going to maintain the system that we have, it should be reformed, but in a rational way. And we should look at what other countries do and so many of them have it where um, the government figures out your tax. They take the money and that's it. And that's all you're done. That's all. That's just it. Um, we can't even get close to that. We're not even going to ever think about doing something. There's so many other ways to do it. But with a national sales tax, forget about it. Not going to happen. Not the, you saw the Grover Norquist piece. He's basically saying to the Republicans, shut the fuck up. You're handing the Democrats a huge victory if you keep pushing that shit. Well, see, my, my theory is, and, and here's why it's even less likely to gain any currency, even with a whack job, anti-government, abolish the IRS type people. And by the way, remember, abolish the IRS. That's a three word slogan. And Republicans apparently can't get past three words. You know, it's, it's a build the wall, lock her up, suck my abolish ass, the IRS. OK, so here is the problem with the quote-unquote fair tax, by the way, Orwellian named, of course, because it's not really that fair, uh, a national sales tax. You ready? There's a three-word description of it that the Republicans cannot answer and the Democrats could just repeat over and over again. You ready? Everything gets taxed. That's it. That's it. They, well, they always- Everything gets taxed. Every they always kind of sold this thing to people. I know Neil Bortz was like, "Hey, you get your whole paycheck. You get your whole paycheck." And it's like, "No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't." Social Security, Medicare will still be taken out. The state tax will be state still be taken out. Just stop with the bullshit. Stop with the bullshit altogether. Yes, I wish things were a little bit different, but you can't do anything other than acknowledge that this is regressive. And this fucks poor people. And if you're going to do that other thing that he was talking about, where no, you get this allowance, you're creating yet another bureaucracy from the people who supposedly hate bureaucracy. Get out of my face with this shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm with you all the way. What else? All right. Uh, eggs. Eggs are the new fentanyl. Oh, eggs are the new fentanyl. That's wow. Uh, apparently, um, this this uh, uh, got out there uh, sometime sometime last week. Sometime last week that people were starting to uh, smuggle eggs across the border from Mexico because uh, in Mexico, eggs are, I guess, uh, a lot cheaper than they are here. So that instantly creates a black market or, I guess, a white market or a brown market, depending on uh, what kind of eggs you're uh, talking about, uh, from uh, folks who put out something called the Border Report. Okay. Okay. 
it's three dollars and forty cents for thirty eggs in Juarez, Mexico. So wow, that's that is pretty cheap. That's 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 real cheap. Of course, that's Ciudad Juarez, right across the uh, road there from El Paso. El Paso, yeah. Um, but federal law prohibits American citizens from bringing raw eggs or poultry across the border. Fentanyl, cocaine, no problem. <laughs> I'm just joking. <clears throat> can't wait till the I uh, can't wait till the cartels get involved in this. There probably already is one. In fact, uh, you know who's leading it? Uh, Pablo Escobar Jr. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> good, good setup, sir. Yeah, anytime. Well, you, you don't think it's El Chico? You don't think he's involved? No, yeah. Um, 108% increase in seized egg products and poultry at ports of entry from October 31st to December 31st of last year. So these are outdated already because we're already uh, well into into January, so probably way higher than that. Um, so, you know, I don't know how you – eggs are a little bit tougher to sm- – because you can't – um, you you can't squeeze them down into some, right? You you can't compact them like you can powdered drugs and put. And first of all, I this ever happened to me. I hear they break if you're not real careful with them. I, I heard they caught a guy at the border with twelve eggs shoved up his ass. It was really very exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the other way. You can't put them in your pants. You you can't have somebody swallow a bunch of eggs Paul, in a balloon <laughs> you want to put several eggs in a balloon and just swallow them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean there's a there, there's just a, a, a physical issue here that that seems this this can only get so big right uh eggs are the the uh, new fentanyl all right um the 14th Amendment. Let's do 14th Amendment fun. Now, if uh, if I recall my, my history at all, uh, uh, Abe Lincoln, he was real high on the 14th. This was his, this was the big one for him, right? This was right. It. what it was all about. And uh, when I think of about dead Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, whose shtick was originalism, uh, we have to go by what the founding fathers said. Uh, it's not our job to try to figure out what they meant and turn it upside down and get into their head. No, it, they wrote what they meant, including shit like the Second Amendment, which, of course, is the most important amendment of them all. Without that, we have nothing else, as you know. Um, right to bear arms basically unfettered couple of restrictions are oh, but for the most part the second amendment says everybody can have a gun you get a gun you get a gun you get a gun but there are parts of the 14th amendment which was uh, i guess is that 12 after the uh, second i don't have a ma- uh, calculator if you how do you get approximately the 14th? 12 approximately yeah, 12 approximately, later yeah yeah right um the uh, the civil war amendments right um, there are parts of it that, and I'm not sure whether Justice Scalia, were he uh, not dead, and uh, I wouldn't even give quarter to a Sam Alito or Clarence Thomas as being the successors to, because they're just too stupid, okay? 
Scalia was smart, at least. He was a good writer, a funny guy, affable guy, right? He was good friends with with uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, all that kind of good stuff. Um, but these these people that have uh, uh, not taken his place, but they're still in place uh, long after he's gone, uh, they're no Scalia. We knew Scalia, Clarence Thomas, and uh, Alito. They're no, no Scalia. All right, so there are a couple parts, three parts of the 14th Amendment that seem to be coming into play right now, or at least they should, Okay. Uh, section two, and I had no idea about it. I haven't read the 14th Amendment, but section two says that you will get a reduction in the number of representatives in your state if you deny the right to vote to, and this is the way they wrote it back then, to any male citizens. Of course, that applies to uh, males and females now. Yes. And the point of that was that during the post-Civil War era, as the uh, Jim Crow laws were coming into place and blacks were being denied the right to vote and being told to count the jelly beans in a jar and all that kind of shit, it should have been imposed back then, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe this is the time to bring that one up. Democrats, liberals, ACLU people, you know what? This is not a time to hide behind the Constitution. This is a time to start waiving it. Do you think that they were just joking when they wrote that voting rights shouldn't be fucked with or we're going to start taking away representatives from your state? Texas doesn't need 42 representatives if they're doing what they're doing. Cut them, start knocking them out. I'm, I'm, I'm for that. Now, I don't know how that would happen. I don't know how that would be uh, uh, put into place, but it's there. It's there. And you can talk about it. And there's more legitimacy to a discussion over that than the fair tax. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Right. All right. So then we have Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And you have heard about this in the last couple of years after January 6th. And that's the part that bars you from public office. If you took an oath to support the Constitution and you participated in or encouraged insurrection, that includes even the guy who just got reinstituted to Facebook, because that's exactly what he did. Mm -hmm. And that should be applied to Donald Trump. Come on, people. Let's let's get. And then there is Section four of the 14th Amendment, which is coming into play more and more each day as we approach later spring and into the summer. That's the little line about the validity of the public debt of the United States shall not be questioned, shall not be questioned, which means pay your goddamn bills. Uh And, And this was about, and why did they put that in there? Because the conditions that led up to the Civil War um, were, were, were still there and could have been used to get out of paying what was owed after the war. So if you're going to whine about the plain text of the Constitution, then read it and understand it and use it. You don't get to run for federal office. That means members of the House and or senators and a president if you've been part of an insurrection and hell, we got a lot of them. We have committee chairman now, Jim Jordan. 
Is there any question that Jim Jordan should be tossed out under the 14th Amendment? I don't think so. I don't think so. But well, yeah, I, I love I love how the the, the, do it. the the Constitution literally means what is written unless it doesn't until they decide that it's not. That's always really kind of how it is. Absolutely. Of course. Natu- naturally. Um, yeah, it is in black and white. The ink has been dried for hundreds of years. And if they wrote it, they meant it. Unless we decide at any given moment that they didn't mean it. Uh, and that's what sets up the kind of cynicism that results in all kinds of really, really bad things on, and I hate to say this, on both sides. Mm. It does set up this, uh, this cynical view of the world, rightfully so. And we either have a constitution or we don't, or maybe we need, and this will never happen, maybe we need to look at everything. Every, you know, it wasn't handed down from God. It really wasn't, but I know we're never going to get there. And now that the country is split, theoretically, 50-50, and you need, uh, what, three quarters of the states to approve anything, yeah. any it's kind impossible. of actual change or an amendment to the Constitution, you know, we're never going to get it. We're never going to get it. I mean, it, before you get to any of that stuff, it, clearly the Electoral College should be the first thing that would go. From the Constitution. It's oh, a yeah. Race. It's an aberration. It we, sticks out, and the rest of the world cannot have it explained to them because it's too stupid. It's just too stupid to. And, and of course, that turns into the United States Senate. Try to explain to someone who lives in Norway that Wyoming, which I don't even know if Wyoming has more people than Guilford County, North Carolina. I don't think it does. Wyoming has the same number of United States senators as California or New York or Florida or or Texas. Same number of senators. So, therefore, those senators carry an outrageously disproportionate amount of weight <laughs> and clout, and they, they get in the way. Would you like the numbers? Go ahead. Uh, the approximate population of Wyoming is 587,000. The approximate pop, uh, population of Guilford County is 544,000. Oh, I was so close. <laughs> Very close. So, Very so you, close. Could name, you could name certain Mecklenburg or Wake or way past. Yeah, Durham. Right? Durham would have. Yeah, need, so. yeah. All right. So the question is, Britt, why doesn't Guilford County have any U.S. senators? <laughs> why don't we have our own senators just like <laughs> Wyoming? What, we're not what, even going to ask for two. All I want is one. I'm not even. I'm not greedy. I'll just take one. We'll, we'll take one. And, and and by the way, that has of course resulted in this complete packing of the U.S. Supreme Court, a phrase that has been totally mischaracterized and misused by Republicans uh, to harken back to when Franklin Roosevelt wanted to increase the number of justices in the 1930s. And uh, the claim was he was, quote, packing the court with more liberals and Democrats to approve the New Deal. Now, packing doesn't necessarily apply to expanding the number of justices, although I guess it would and it will if it ever starts to become a discussion. But the Republicans have packed the court in its current iteration of Nine. They they packed it with three conservative justices who arguably 
couldn't or shouldn't be there. In addition to the uh, other justices named by Republican presidents, all of whom did not win the popular vote when they were elected president. So we have basically a Supreme Court that is totally not representative of the United States. And as a result, we get these kind of rulings that are anti-democratic, do not follow the precepts of the Constitution, do not respect precedent, and are resulting in the court becoming less and less, I love the word, respected all the time. New polls show people don't respect the court as much as they, I wonder why. Because it doesn't well, represent the thoughts of anyone. How much, you know, the, the overturning of Roe versus Wade is this generation's Dred Scott. I don't know how else to put it. It's our was Dred it, wasn't Scott. Wasn't this the great, great complaint of the, the folks in the 60s and in the early 70s, and especially among the Nixon crowd, was that the liberals were destroying all of our great institutions? Right. Wasn't that wasn't that the great uh, pejorative that was used against the hippies and all that shit? Well, they weren't elected to office, though, Britt. No, I, I know. I'm just it was a I'm just saying thing. Yeah, I'm just saying that now it seems like there's a people a lot of people who actually have political power who are more than happy to destroy institutions. They, they gleefully do it and they gain they gain voters by doing it. Right. Right. One of them is Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she really wants to be Donald Trump's vice presidential uh, pick, Brad. I don't know if you've yeah, seen that. That sounds like a winning tick to me. I say go for it. Because <laughs> there, there's just there's just nobody that you want a heartbeat, assuming Trump actually has a heartbeat, ah. away from the presidency than Marjorie Trailer Green, Trailer Trash Green. I accidentally said it. That Oops. Was, I would just say that uh, I know that a lot of people, there was a lot of consternation, including from us from the very get-go, about Sarah Palin being picked. Uh, Sarah Palin is fucking Harry Truman compared to Marjorie Taylor Greene as your pick for vice president. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah, but we, we, we can't have that as the, we can't have that as the standard. It's not the standard, but, you know, and but, the uh, I, I, but I absolutely say, yeah, Donald, listen to that woman. She's <laughs> got your best interests at heart. Uh, the final thing we have we did the breaking news out of Charlotte is that Frank Reich has been selected as the new head coach of your Carolina Panthers Frank Reich captain comeback his own self the former coach of the Indianapolis Colts who was fired uh, during mid-seasons and he was actually replaced by former North Carolina football player Jeff Saturday Frank Reich I am so happy to see the Panthers after this Exhaustive search, <laughs> exhaustive search under the Rooney rule. Yeah, get a white guy. Where it was uh, uh, clear that they were interviewing many, many minority candidates, a lot of sure. great assistant coaches out there and things like sure. that, that they finally settled on a warmed over well, loser white guy who just got canned from Indianapolis. Well, Way okay. to go. To, to be fair, the, well, the black no, interim no. head coach that they had, checks notes, did really great. Shit. God, yeah, oh, fuck. Can't really go with that, can we? Yeah.